Dr. Timchuk, good morning. Thanks so much for being on with us so early. Oh, good morning. My pleasure. My pleasure. We're talking now about uh, cath labs, and I, we've all probably heard of it, but I don't know if we know exactly what goes on in a cath lab and why it's so important. So why don't you just break it down for us? When we hear we, people talking about the cath lab at the MAS, what is that? Okay, well, thank you very much. Yes, well, the cath lab is basically a special uh, room with a very, uh, very highly sophisticated <clears throat> equipment where... Uh, where patients will come down for a diagnostic procedures. So uh, what will happen, patients who have heart failure, patients who present with valvular problems, patients who come in with uh, chest pain, myocardial infarction syndromes, we'll take them down uh, and again, via very uh, slick techniques uh, through our little radial artery uh, in the wrist, we'll actually pass little tubes uh, that uh, will go up the arm down the aortic uh, uh, arch into the uh, cardiac area. We can measure pressures inside the, the heart. We can actually uh, uh, cannulate the coronary arteries, take pictures, and uh, make a diagnosis. Are there any blockages? What are, they, are there any valve uh, issues? Uh, and uh, I would say the bulk of our work is uh, performed in patients who come in with uh, acute coronary care syndromes, i.e., chest pain syndromes uh, they'll go to the cath lab they'll have this special test will identify uh, uh, if there are any blockages if they are suitable for the balloon angioplasty and stenting we will go on at the same uh, session if there uh, if there's some uh, doubt which uh, form of therapy is ideal that is to say uh, uh, doing a stent or uh, perhaps referring these patients on to uh, surgery. Uh, mm. uh, the patients will be then taken off the, the cath table and, uh, and we, we have what's called a peer review. This is the way to go where a group of uh, cardiologists and surgeons will actually review these cases uh, 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 separately and actually come up with a consensus for best care. So uh, for coronary artery disease, uh, uh, treat heart attacks, diagnose heart failure, diagnose valvular heart disease. Uh, we also uh, have what's called electrophysiology uh, labs, which are really uh, almost identical rooms in which uh, patients will actually go, uh, go into these uh, special rooms, have a host sort of mapping uh, procedures done inside their heart, uh, right side of the heart, left side of the heart, and actually uh, individuals with um, significant arrhythmias, uh, life-threatening arrhythmias, can actually be treated on the spot uh, by, by various ablation techniques. So uh, whether we're dealing with the coronaries, the valves, or the electrophysiologic issues, these are invasive procedures. Um, the cath lab is is really vital to the uh, to the operation of the institute because the majority uh, of the patients actually will at some point in time in their hospital stay end up going to the cath lab. Uh, this helps move our patients through the systems and and again it's vital for any uh, leading surgical program like we have at the Mazinkowski to uh, to to have the cath lab. Otherwise. Uh, 
really we would not uh, uh, be able to uh, offer uh, accurate uh, diagnosis for these patients. So again, very integral part of our uh, of our operation. Five thousand cases roughly a year performed, and uh, wow. with the whole host of diagnostic and therapeutic procedures performed in a lab. So, Dr. Timchuk, just so that I can kind of try to wrap my mind around this, is the cath lab maybe somewhere that someone would go if they need something that's less invasive than an open heart surgery? Like, is this kind of the, the is that sort of the first place that they would go, and then maybe from there, based on their diagnosis, then they would graduate onto a, a, a maybe a, a larger surgery? Absolutely. Obviously, the cardiologists will call this. Uh, an invasive procedure. However, there's no question it is less invasive than a uh, open heart surgery. We either, as I've mentioned, we go through the radial artery or through the uh, through the femoral artery or through the uh, our vein in the neck to to get all these pressures and uh, and uh, and images to to make our uh, diagnosis. But obviously, an open heart surgery with uh, splitting the sternum uh, uh, is is, is uh, clearly more invasive. So when we talk about what's taking place today with Heart Pledge Day, just how important is the donor support to, um, you know, the University Hospital Foundation and the work that it does with the MAS? Well, actually, it is it is absolutely vital. Uh, if it wasn't for the foundation, uh, uh, I think our institution would would not uh, rank where it is now. It, it, as, you, as you know, it's a tertiary quaternary institution. Obviously, we strive for best patient care. Um, I think because of uh, uh, donations from uh, from the hospital foundation, uh, uh, we've been able to uh, be recognized nationally and internationally. We have leading uh, 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 heart attack uh, care. In fact, Edmonton has the lowest mortality across the country uh, uh, based on research and innovation that was uh, uh, initiated at the, at the Mazankowski Heart Institute. Uh, our special programs that we have uh, advanced heart failure, meaning the cardiac transplantation programs or mechanical uh, circulatory support, or you know, in other words, artificial heart programs. These are all supported by hospital foundation uh, donations. We have uh, uh, an excellent adult congenital heart disease uh, program, which is really second to, to, uh, to none. I mean, it's Edmonton and the Toronto Sick Kids, which are the two leading programs. Uh, um, and and a whole host of other innovations that are actually uh, uh, initiated as a result of uh, the uh, hospital uh, foundation funding. Uh, I did uh, sort of, uh, did not mention the uh, sort of novel therapies and innovations that are performed in the cath lab, such as TAVI, and what TAVI stands for basically is a percutaneous approach to aortic valve replacement. So uh, as, as you may imagine, replacing someone's aortic valve is a huge uh, undertaking, uh, uh, especially in elderly patients, they're higher risk, higher risk of mortalities post-op. We can now successfully perform these procedures uh, through a puncture in the groin, uh, uh, deploy the aortic valve. Uh, we can repair the mitral valve as well through a, a, an invasive procedure so there's a whole host of, uh, of these innovative procedures that have uh, that have uh, resulted uh, uh, as a result of hospital foundation uh, uh, funding and it's uh, in fact uh, very key to the to the operation not only on the cardiology side but certainly on the surgical side
Dr. Tim Junkie, you mentioned that, you know, we kind of have a, a unique centre here, that there's sort of, there's there's Toronto and then there's kind of Edmonton. So just in terms of how we stack up to other hospitals and other care centres around the country, what makes the MAS in Edmonton something that's so special and so unique to this city? Well, I think we, uh, as, as I just mentioned earlier, the uh, the, uh, the uh, Canadian-wide statistics on uh, the treatment of uh, myocardial infarction or you know layman's terms heart attacks uh, we actually have the best results in Edmonton uh, uh, and uh, this is clearly as a result of, uh, of, of innovation process of care how we deliver uh, care to these uh, patients um, uh, we are very fortunate uh, to have probably one of the best compilation of the Surgeons, uh, and uh, I know you'll be talking to some of the surgeons later on today. Uh, basically, in North America, uh, we have uh, uh, one of the largest transplant programs. We have uh, the largest uh, uh, mechanical circulatory support program in the country. So there's many, many areas that uh, that that uh, make us stand out. And I think uh, the other thing that, as a as a divisional director, that I'm proud of. Uh, we uh, we are recognized uh, nationally and internationally. We uh, we are leaders in in all you know in our Canadian national meetings. Uh, we are very well represented in, in uh, all the major international uh, meetings uh, uh, in the world and uh, and uh, sort of make uh, major contributions from an academic point of view as well. So. It's obviously patient care, but patient care can only uh, result uh, from uh, strong research and innovation um, programs. Uh, uh, this allows us to, to then recruit the best uh, uh, people in, in Canada and North America and even yeah. across the world. No kidding. And keep it keep it world class for sure. With people like yourself at the helm. Well, Dr. Wayne Timchuk, thank you so much for making the time this morning for us. We really appreciate you explaining what the cath lab is and, and kind of the amazing work that gets done at the Mazankowski. We really appreciate it. Well, it's my pleasure and thank you for having me. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.